0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk, back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Raw Reaction series and the Arsenal Transfer Show, joining you every single morning at 8am to keep you up to date with what's going on in the world of Arsenal transfers, get your thoughts and feelings in our live chat box and of course try and get you to like the video (laughs) as per please do if you haven't already drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show we're going to go through the news we've got an interesting story to close off the news with and it relates to the poll that i've put into the live youtube chat box so if you haven't yet voted on our poll please make sure you do. I'm going to try and do this more often. Uh, So you've got a little bit of engagement and interaction going on whilst I'm talking you through all the stories. So if you haven't done so already, uh, make sure you voted on that we'll get the results of that poll towards the end and the midpoint of the show without further ado let's always tell you to go and subscribe to the Arsenal way uh, I had a really good chat yesterday of Richard Hall who is an Italian football expert writes for Fiorentina writes for Inter Milan football Italia and we talked at length unfortunately not about Dusan Vlaovic but we talked a lot about Artur Mello uh, interestingly kind of about how he's transferred to Juventus why maybe things haven't gone so well how he feels it would be at Arsenal, what he would do for Arsenal. So go over to the channel, go and watch that video and get yourself clued up on Artemelo, uh, who we are going to be talking about a bit today as well. But we kick off by talking about yesterday's under-23s 1-1 draw with Derby. A little bit of a frustrating result. It was hoped that Arsenal would be able to beat Derby in this fixture. They weren't. But what I would say, it was interesting when someone asked me in the chat box, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, um, about if we were to bring in Matt Turner would Conquo go into the youth team? And the answer is no. I think he would remain Arsenal's third-choice goalkeeper. Uh, he may play a few youth games here or there. But Ejahere, who we talked about, who is playing quite a bit for the under 23, saved the penalty quite late on during that game um so interestingly uh only a couple of days after talking about him as the player who would be taking that spot for the long term saved the penalty during the match uh it's just how the world works these days isn't it oh we haven't said good morning to people good morning to everybody in the chat box. hope you're doing good hope you're doing well i tried getting in there first this morning i mean i have got a, a very slight advantage <laughs> jose good morning to you to johnsy to jacob to adam to christopher dan power kieran good morning to all of you uh chris clark first time watching a live video i subscribed on itunes morning loads and lasses. yeah we do put these out on spotify and itunes if you want to go and put a nice review over on itunes that's really helpful for us it takes what 10 seconds out of your day if you want to go and leave us a nice review that would be really kind of you um some people have already left some nice reviews so thank you if you have done that already uh good morning to jacob to rohit to rick good morning to carl good morning to nils good morning to john in the chat box as well let's scroll down a little bit more see who else is here rohit carl wes uh who left a very nice message on twitter wes thank you so much for that i did see it uh, i did like it i think so uh, and clive i think did as well so good morning to you uh good morning to adler uh, adian sorry good morning to sam Uh, and Alistair as well. Sorry if I haven't said morning to everybody. There's quite a few of you, over 200 of you in the chat already. Please do drop a like if you haven't done so already. Now we kick off the main transfer news by talking and giving you an update on Tyrese John-Jules. There was talk that he could be integrated back into the Arsenal first team or into the Arsenal youth team. However, yesterday it was revealed that he will most likely be joining Sheffield United on loan until the end of the season, at least. Interestingly, because they've got quite a few forwards already. They've got Rian Brewster, who of course, famously joined for a record fee and hasn't really lived up to expectation. They've got Lise Mousset, uh, Ollie McBurney, who is at the moment injured, to be fair, David McGoldrick and Billy Sharp, all there. So how he's going to get regular game time, I'm not 100% sure. Not sure if it's the right move for him. Hopefully it works out for him, and it could be kind of the kick kick in the teeth. That's not a phrase I want to use, (laughs) kick up the backside that he needs um, to kind of push forwards, and it didn't really work at Blackpool. This is arguably an even harder step up. I thought he might go in the other direction, but he's going in an upward trajectory, which, you know, look on with bravery, and if it works, it might work really, really well. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, moving on to other possible outs, Bernd Leno looks increasingly likely to leave the club with Newcastle as a genuine destination for the stopper. This is a move that I don't really understand from Newcastle's perspective. You've got Martin Dubravka, you've got Carl Dala, you've even got Freddie Woodman and you're looking at trying to bring in Bernd Leno. That really stinks of a team that have got too much money and don't really know what they're doing with it. Who are they employing as football director? It really makes not much sense whatsoever in my mind anyway, but... Burnlano no, is said to be of interest. Um, oh, sorry, is it Sheffield Wednesday? Am I getting? I am getting confused. between United, and Wednesday. Sorry, lads. Let's go back to that Tyrese John George story. This is why I rely on you guys in the chat box. Sheffield Wednesday. Who, to be fair, now that does make a little bit more sense because when you consider the fact that they had Theo Corbenou uh, in the first half of the season, he's now gone off to join MK Dons. That makes sense. Okay. So in regards to who they've got in their team for forwards, Saido Berahino is there. <laughs> I mean, that's a blast from the past. Florian Camberi, Lee Gregory is there. Callum Patterson is there. I mean, they've got strikers at the club, not particularly highly rated strikers. So, okay. Maybe that makes a lot more sense. To be fair, they are currently sitting in eighth in League One. So, uh, yeah. Ignore everything I just said about Sheffield United. Uh <laughs> <laughs> because it's sheffield wednesday but thank you guys uh, for pointing out in the chat box one of very few mistakes but i appreciate the ones that you point out i really do but yeah burton leno to newcastle bit of a strange one don't really understand um why they're going for him but apparently they are and it's meant to include a loan with an obligation to buy if they go if they stay up basically is what we've heard is that if they're going to stay up that means they'll they'll keep him and they'll have to pay the fee. If not, he'll return to Arsenal and move somewhere else in the summer. So there you go um what's going on in the chat box jesus <laughs> um let's scroll down and by the way vote on the poll be nice in the chat box you know keep respecting each other i can see debates going on that's fine but just keep it respectful uh Renata sanchez uh looks like he's going to be moving on from lille uh in the near future it is said that he will not be signing a new deal with the french club and will be looking to join a new team either this month in the final days of the window or in the summer Um, I, for one, am not keen on this. Uh, I'm not keen on Arsenal going for him. I'm not keen on Arsenal wanting him. You know, I just don't really particularly want to see a player that's had 70-plus games missed through injury due to 18-plus different injuries at the club and invested in. I just think that we should be going for other targets that are more consistent with their playing time that can offer you just as good as what Renato Sanchez can for far, far, far less risk. I think he really is a bit of a hype kind of player. He's he has the Alan Maximan side of his game that I I like flair, but I need it consistently and you know, I'm not sure I get that from Renato Sanchez especially when he can't stay on the pitch for a, a prolonged period of time. So that's the issue I have with him. But not signing a new deal, Arsenal have been linked, so that's the latest on that one. Um, now, regarding the latest regarding Artomelo. Uh, it continues to be a likely deal that Arsenal should hope to pull off within the next week. Uh, his agent did meet in, in London with due to kind of hash out personal terms and that doesn't appear to be a big problem like it is with one of our other transfer targets. The issue with this deal is trying to sort out uh, Juventus basically accepting this loan deal. That continues and those negotiations continue between the clubs, but the player is pushing for this move. Interestingly, one of the things that was revealed on the show I did with Rich Hall yesterday over on the Arsenal way, if you haven't watched it, link's in the description, talking about Artemelo, was that it's actually the player that's pushing for the 18-month loan deal. You may have seen this, and we've reported on this before, that an 18-month loan deal would be preferred over Arsenal won a six-month loan deal. It's actually the player that's pushing for the 18 months. He wants to move and get settled and stay for a longer period of time to prove himself in the premier league and i like that i like that commitment i like that ambition from him so fingers crossed it's a deal that we can get done if it's six that's fine if it's 18 i'm fine with that i don't think it would hamstrung us too much to in regards to stopping possible summer deals we'll have to wait and see um moving forwards dominic calvert lewin uh, has again re-emerged is another report talk sport report in the arsenal will look towards Dominic Calvert-Luna if they cannot do a deal for uh, Dusan Vlaovic. Uh, The player is said, however, to be very difficult to pry away from Everton, but Arsenal could look to basically take advantage of the chaos that's going on over on Merseyside after just sacking their manager, Duncan Ferguson, now in temporary charge again. They want Roberto Martinez. That looks like a bit of a tricky deal to get done. And they're languishing down in the bottom half of the table. Arsenal... Could definitely offer Calvert-Lewin something that would attract him to the club. We'll have to wait and see if that turns out to be one that they move to if they can't get their first and primary target. I think Calvert-Lewin will move in the summer. I don't think he'll move in January But we'll just have to wait and see. And our headline story of the day, uh, besides one other, which isn't transfer-related, Dusan Vlaovic, Serbian striker, as we all know by now. I could list you off, you know, his distant relatives, and you probably already know who they are at this stage. Um, But according to Joe Barone, who is the CEO of Fiorentina, uh, he said yesterday that we've not yet received any bids from Juventus for Dushan. Uh, there are talks with English clubs, but it should involve three parties, not two. And what he means by that is not the club and the uh, Fiorentina, the buying club and Fiorentina, but also involving the agent and the player. And at the moment, um, he says, I spoke with Dushan last week, zero answers on his future, his agents the same, and it is continuing to prove to be the biggest stumbling block that the agent and the player continue to be a, a an issue. Uh, I believe it to be much, much more weighted towards the agent being the problem rather than Vlaovic. There was other reports that came out from La, uh, La Republica uh, yesterday that Arsenal had offered a wage that supposedly had opened Dusan Vlaovic's mind to a move to Arsenal. How legit those reports are remains to be seen. There remains nine days left during this January window to get this deal done. But it is very, very complicated and very, very difficult. And the problem is is that a lot of people's opinions on this deal are being affected by reports that are, unfortunately, just coming out of nowhere without any real substance. And that is a bit of a shame because it means we report on it and it means you have your opinion on the player and on on the possible deal affected by it when there's no real substance behind it. And it's difficult to know which reports are true and which ones are not. But what you should take at face value is the quotes that are coming out from Joe Barone at uh, At Fiorentina, uh, who tells us that no bid from Juventus has come in, despite that report from Gazeta della Sport, um, and that Arsenal are, as we know, one of those clubs from England that are interested. The other one is Spurs. We know that Spurs are the other interested party. They want to see, they want and see Vlaovic as kind of Harry Kane's long-term replacement. So, They will be the other club, and Paratici is said to be very close with the agents of Vlaovic, which is a frustration. I'll be very disappointed if we see Vlaovic end up at Spurs very, very disappointed. Uh, Captain Arsenal 18, thank you so much for becoming a member. Really appreciate that. Chat box, make sure you welcome them into the group and uh, enjoy your stay. And if you are indeed an expert member or a TGT ambassador, you can join our Discord server and come on the show. In fact, we'll be doing a member show this afternoon, previewing the game against Burnley tomorrow so make sure if you are on the discord server you keep your eyes peeled to that members channel that members appearance channel and uh, there'll be an opportunity to come on the show this afternoon so uh, just giving you a heads up there now our final story relates to the poll that I put into the chat box this morning if you are yet to vote on our poll in the chat box please make sure you do we currently have 164 votes but it's going up uh, over 200 now I think it's just haven't clicked on it to be fair 250 of you, 279 votes on total, 54% of you have said Mikel Arteta deserves a new contract right this very second. And the reason why we report this is because, according to Sammy Mockbell, an exclusive from his side of things, is that Arsenal are to offer Mikel Arteta a two-year extension before the end of this season it is said that they are very impressed with what he's doing and they're happy with the job that he's doing and they also want to try and keep away any interest from the likes of Manchester City who could look to bring Arteta in to replace Pep Guardiola in the long term Um, I would not give him a new contract at this very moment in time I would wait until the end of the season personally Uh, I would wait and see where we finish up. If we're outside of Europe, I would not be offering him an extension. I would be moving on from Mikel Arteta. And even if we were finishing in the top six, besides top four, I wouldn't still offer him that new contract at that moment in time either. For me, a new contract would be earned if uh, he succeeds in getting us into the top four. That's my prerogative. (laughs) That's my expectation is if he gets into the top four, I think he's earned a new contract. If he gets sixth, you know, I think that's that's not enough to convince me to say that he deserves a new contract at this moment in time. And so I would wait a little bit more. Maybe that's risky. Maybe he would move on. Who knows? But that's the risk I'm willing to take to make sure that we get the right guy in charge for the long term. And if he finishes outside of Europe, I mean, how you can offer him a new contract before this season is out, I would be shocked um, to see that happen. I would not be Pleased about that, to be honest. I would want to wait until the end of the season at a minimum before making a decision. So my answer, as is the poll question right now, would does Mikel Arteta deserve a new contract right this very second? My answer is no, because I would wait until the end of the season before making a decision on his contract. But it's interesting that fifty-five percent of the three hundred and twenty of you that have voted have said yes. And that's completely fair enough. Everyone's entitled to their opinion on this. Um, And it's interesting that so many of you are still very much in the corner of Arteta and backing him at this point. And I have absolute respect for that. Um, I want to see him succeed. I want to see him... Um, You know, I want to see the opportunities that are going to be there at the end of the season. And uh, the question who came in from Ben says, who replaces him at the end of the season? I would be looking at someone like Eric Ten Hag I actually said that he would stay until the end of this season and then see what happens in the summer. So I would be looking at someone like him to replace Arteta if Arteta is not uh, in a position to keep his job, which would, for me, be outside of the top six or outside of the top five, to be honest. I think minimum expectation for me kind of has shifted to fifth sixth would be an underachievement. And I look seeing Spurs and United both finish above us this season, I don't think is acceptable for how much kind of progression that's need to be shown. So I think my expectations have shifted slightly ahead to fifth place rather than sixth, even though they both amount to the same thing. It's about where we finish in context of the rivals around us and how we've progressed around those players. So yeah, Eric Ten Hag at the end of the season would certainly be my pick. Right now, he isn't coming. So uh, there you go. Uh, Perris says, Tom, you just rigged the poll. Now it's going to tilt the other way. Um, I mean, to be fair, it hasn't. It's gone up to 56%. Oh, it has gone back down to 55%. I don't think I've rigged the poll. <laughs> I think it's going in the way that it's intended to. Do continue to vote on that poll, and we're going to go into the chat box now and answer as many of your questions as feasibly possible. I am also thinking about doing a phone-in show on this topic a little bit later today if I've got the chance. So if you would like to have your say on this, send us a DM over at the TV. And uh, yeah, we'll probably end up doing a phone in show on Arteta's prospective new contract and whether he deserves to be offered one. There's a lot of you voting, a lot of you have got an opinion on this. I want to hear them. So send us a message over at The Gunatalk TV on Twitter or The Gunatalk on Instagram with your interest in coming on a show and discussing this very topic. Let's get into your questions. Okay, let's go to Matt G he says. How is it possible for Arsenal to have had seven hundred bids accepted for Dusan Vlahovic? <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy, and it? it's just the reports—absolutely mental. You you don't know which way to turn and trust. We're just gonna have to be patient at this point. You know the people that are out there that you can trust. You know their reports that when they come out, you know you can believe them. Let's just see where it goes. PJ says, "Does the contract info show Arsenal considering varying factors?" I would argue that we should wait till the dust has settled at the end of the season. On the current merit, merit, he does deserve recognition. I think he deserves recognition, but I don't think he's yet deserving of that new deal. I just don't think he's yet deserving of that. Um, very you don't need to shout, man. Who is the favourite Arsenal player from the current squad and who has the highest ceiling from the youngsters? I mean, I love Martin Odegaard. I think he's a brilliant footballer and he's been consistent since coming into the team. I think he shone despite a really bad performance from the team on Thursday night. Martin Odegaard is probably one of my favourite players along with Tommy Asu uh, as another player, and Martinelli. But uh, highest ceiling of our youngsters, I think you have to look at, you can't really look far beyond Martinelli to be fair. He looks like he is going to explode into something quite special. Uh, But we've got so many with so much high potential that it's an exciting time. To be an Arsenal fan. Um, Mo says, "Who? what do you think of Xhaka saying red cards is part of his game? He can't stop. Also, have you seen the order shop manager weird pre-game interviews? No, I've not. But I will check that out. I, I think that's ridiculous regarding Xhaka saying that because, look, you should be recognizing that red cards are not a positive thing. They're not part of your game and it's something that you need to get out of your game, not accept that they're part of it. But I suppose when you're 29, 30 years of age, it's very difficult to change the way that you play, and that's why we need to move on from Granite Jacker as soon as possible. Uh, Jacob says, Tom, good idea doing the poll first. Starts good discussion. We might disagree, but always remain civil. Exactly. That's what I want to try and do in these chats every day is throw a little question into the chat box to see where you guys are at and then revisit it. Rathavary says, if we don't sign anyone this window, I would say top six is fair. I wouldn't because I would say that the reason behind the top six not being fair is that we didn't sign anyone is that Arteta and Edu are responsible for recruitment as well as the scouts and they have a recruitment team. And if you want to get top four this season, the opportunity is there to use the January window. So I don't use that as an excuse that they didn't bring anyone in. I look at that as they, weren't, they didn't do enough to get the players in that we needed. They should have had backups. They should have had contingencies, plan B, C, D, E, whatever, to make sure that we got our reinforcements in during this winter. Uh, Kieran says, so if you've got the choice, which striker and midfielder would you sign? Vlaovic and Bruno Guimaraes on loan, if that's actually feasible. If it's not feasible, I like the Artur move. If you if you said we're getting Vlaovic and Artur, I'd be happy. But Vlaovic and Svanberg, Matthias Svanberg, I think is a really good midfield option as well. Those would be my two uh, if I had the choice. Uh, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Padgett says, Ten Hag is going to United. I don't think... That actually will happen. I think that Zidane is going to go to PSG, and I think Pochettino is going to go to United, leaving Ten Hag open to a move if we change managers in the summer. So I do disagree with you slightly, Patrick. Christopher says, Tom, how many of our under-23s would you send on loan before the window shuts? Could be vital for their development. Um as many as that we can get interest to be honest i look i it'd be great if we if we could get anywhere close to the finishing in the title of the under 23s league but let's be real in the in the grand scheme of competitiveness the under 23s league does not really matter it's nice to see it succeeding it's nice to see the team playing well and it shows the players that we've got but I want to see players going out and getting senior development. I want to see them raising their value, raising their stock, getting them as close to the senior side as possible. So as many as possible, Chris, to be honest, is a simple answer to that question. Um, uh, Brunton, Brunt, Browntown. I think it's Browntown without the O's. <laughs> Fourth or fifth, are we watching the same team? We will be lucky to finish top six. We do not play like a top team. To be fair, we win our games in hand, Browntown, and we're level with Chelsea. Title challengers, Chelsea, remember? So let's just wait and see. AJ says, morning, Tom. If we don't manage to get Vlaovic this window, then I think we need to go for a Jonathan David in the summer or a Cabral now as a backup. AJ, I think you're spot on. My thoughts are I have nothing to add. I think you're absolutely spot on, mate. Sam says, how confident are you that we will do the business we need before the end of the window? Um, I'm 50% certain about the midfielder. I'm not very sure about the striker at all. I don't think Vlaovic is going to happen. Um, sorry, <laughs> I just I'm not I'm not optimistic for the Vlaovic deal. I think it's one step too far. I think it's too ambitious. I love the ambition. I just don't think it's possible. And my frustration is is that means we're not going to get anyone in, and that will cost us top four. Uh, Oki says, uh, talk to me about Partey, Tom. How have you rated his time at Arsenal overall? And who is your ideal partner for him in the midfield? I've been very disappointed, Oki. And this is coming from someone that really backed the Partey train. I wanted to see him succeed. And that's why I'm very disappointed because I know that what he's capable of. I've seen what he's capable of at Atletico Madrid. It looked like an absolutely transformative midfield signing for us. It's not yet been that. Injuries, inconsistency in form, COVID, the whole situation just hasn't lended itself. I don't think we got the right partner in sooner enough for him. We should have signed a perfect player to go next to him in the summer. We didn't. Let's see if we can bring a a quality player in this January to go next to him and see how that works. Uh, Billy says, if Arteta finishes sixth but one point off top four and the same points as fifth, would you keep him? I think that shows how close we were. I think it would depend on the manner of where we finish. If like we make some silly mistakes that cost us that position and cost us top 4, the same way in which Unai Emery I feel decision making cost us top 4 that season that he took in charge first off, I would have the same level of criticism. I would have the same, you know, I would have the same parameters for my uh, for my criticism of the manager. So it depends really on the circumstances of where and why we end up where we do. We'll have to wait. Joe says, uh, Tom and everyone, we are not getting a new striker. Mikel wants to be a City player with a false nine. You heard it here first. Uh, I don't think that's the case, but I'm assuming JK hopefully means jokes because uh, that's not the case at all. Um, Prabod uh, says, Tom, what about Skamaka? Instead, yeah, I wrote about this yesterday. Um, if Juventus are going to go and sign Blauvic, they really want Skamaka. Why not us go in for Skamaka? I've done a little bit more. Looking into the guy, and he's got a lot of characteristics characteristics rather. I like, I like his height. I like his aerial threat. I like the fact that he can still play with the ball at his feet. He's not particularly slow either, despite his height too. I, I like him. Um, Italian players though don't tend to like to leave Italy. That's that's the obstacle with that one. But maybe we should be looking at him um, as a possible option. I don't think he'll move in January. But we'll wait and see. Uh, Julian says, is it true that City are looking at Arteta as a possible replacement for Pep? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that it isn't true. It makes complete sense. He's been there before. He's worked under Guardiola, and he knows the team very well. It wouldn't surprise me. It certainly looks like it is. So uh, we'll have to wait and see if that turns out to be true um ben says "Mikel arteta in my opinion has done well under the circumstances and should be given at least a one more transfer window next season and see what he can achieve with pretty much a team full of his own players one year extension please yeah that's not one of the options <laughs> that's not one of the options i've offered you but i understand you're thinking i think that a one year extension if we finish maybe fifth maybe because i think his deal runs out in 2023 so it might protect us for a season uh but we'll have to wait and see um I still think I'd wait until the end of the season to, to see what happens. 56% of you still saying, 55% now, uh, saying that yes, uh, you would think he deserves a new contract right now. 45% of you saying that no, he does not still deserve a new contract at this moment in time. Stan the Man says, Morning Tom, do you have any options or opinions, I assume, on Darwin Nunez from Benfica? Could be an alternative to Vlaovic. He's a very exciting young player. He's certainly improving every season. He didn't really impress me when we played against Benfica, but I think he's come on a lot since then. I think, for me, he rates underneath some of the other options because of the opposition he's playing against and the comparisons that I can make between, say, Isaac in La Liga, Vlaovic in Serie A, Calvert-Lewin in the Premier League. I can make better comparisons with the, competit- the competitiveness against the teams that he's playing against, whereas Darwin Nunez, it's it's not as as clear-cut. Just having a quick look at the player, 22 years of age, rated at 28 million on transfer marks. 15 goals and 16 games to assists looking in the it's annoying that he wasn't able to play in the Champions League qualifying because we could have seen him against PSV and Spartak uh playing in the oh hold on what am I talking about Champions League he scored two goals against Barcelona uh, in a three nil win he scored once against Bayern Munich I mean to be fair you'd suggest scoring against those teams certainly puts up a good argument for him. I know that Barca weren't very good during that period, and I know that the goal against Bayern was in a 5-2 loss. But still, to be fair to him, he scored against a very decent sides in the Champions League, as has a number of players. So he's got that going for him, I suppose. Jake Snacks says, Tom, have you also seen as many people as I have saying if Milkel gets a new contract now, that they are done with Arsenal? Uh, it doesn't surprise me, Jake. You know, there's a lot of hollow Arsenal fans out there. I mean, if you're done with Arsenal because of the manager, were you ever really an Arsenal fan? No, probably not. Um, let's scroll down a bit more. Shay says, if we don't sign at least two people in this window or not get top five, then we need a new manager. I don't put the recruitment in this window necessarily down to the manager. I put that down to where I do, getting the deals done, making the decisions. I know that Arteta would have been involved in the decision-making of Ainsley Maitland. Lenar's no, leaving but we are trying to push for some very, very top quality players and hopefully we can get them done, fingers crossed. Book says, if we finish below fourth and not bringing anybody in January, Edu should, Edu be sacked. Um, look, I think Edu did a great job in the summer. The players that we brought in got a good fee for Joe Willock. He's pushing to try and get us the top striker. And I respect that. And I know a lot of people find it difficult to get their head around the idea of you know, appreciating something if nothing happens but I like the strategy. I like what they're doing in the market. I wouldn't get rid of him. Uh, MCP says, what are German scouts from Bayern doing? Uh, Do you think... uh, That's Florian Blükel? if you didn't know. He joined us from Bayern Munich uh, very recently. Do you think Arsenal's going to have more Germans in the team in the future? Who knows? We've employed quite a few um, scouts in the last kind of 12 months or so. We've got uh, Romain Poirot, I think his name is. He's he's looking at the French League. We've had uh, Tony... uh, Tony Molina, I think it is. He's looking at the Spanish league. There's also someone that's looking at the, the domestic leagues in England. We've improved our recruitment team. So let's wait and see how that changes the way we recruit players. Um, scroll. Let's scroll down more because I feel like I've missed a load of comments from the bottom. Um, Waz says, who do you think is more transformative, Vlaovic or Bruno? Vlaovic, the striker for me, is the absolute pinnacle of, our, of taking our game to the next level is if we get in that top striker, That is absolutely um, someone that we need to be looking at. Uh, Cherie says, Hi, Tom. Love the shows. Thanks, mate. Any current upcoming gems from Salzburg? Yes, there are. You can look at Camera in the midfield. Really exciting player coming through there. You can look at uh, Brendan Aronson coming through and kind of the guy that replaced Zobos Light. Just having a quick look at the team to make sure I don't miss anyone off um, off the top of my head. Uh, I like Maxi Verba, but he's 23 now. He he had his time at, at Seville. I'm not sure that he's what you call an up-and-coming player anymore, but I like him a lot. You've got Okafor, obviously Adiemi. everybody knows about, but Noah Okafor is an interesting one. Sekou Koita, I'm not sure how he's got on this season, to be fair, since he had his ban. And there's another player uh, up front for them that's, that's doing quite interestingly. Uh, Benjamin Sesko, keep an eye on this guy. Um Slovenian, I don't know if he's a Slovenia full international, he is, at 18 years of age, he's already playing in their senior side, scored uh, for the national team as well, Uh, he's coming onto the scene now, seven goals, six assists in 24 games, Uh, he's already playing in the Champions League for them too, interesting 18-year-old player, remember the name, Benjamin Sesko, he could be the next striker coming through the ranks at Salzburg that takes on the role of Adiemi when he eventually moves on, so uh, keep your eyes peeled to him. Uh, let's scroll down some more. Vuk says, If we finish below fourth and not bring, oh, we've already done that one. Uh, maybe people are putting in their questions more than once. I think that's probably what's happening. Dana says, Tom, what do you think of Jurgen Klopp yapping about Martinelli every day? Now, hope he doesn't steal him from us. Uh, he knows exactly what he's doing, Dana. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's hyping him up, he's getting him unsettled. He's playing the game, it's what managers do. Um, how do you spell the name? Uh, Benjamin, like you would usually spell Benjamin, and Sesko, S-E-S-K-O. Uh, just, that's how you spell it. Benjamin Sesko. Uh, Neil says, was playing three players who didn't have single training sessions, was naive from Arteta, uh, was the postponement a possibility. I don't think we can get it postponed because the EFL have different rules to the Premier League. It wasn't naive, but it was naive in the end to keep them on as long as we did. Um, Carl says, Tom, you don't follow them at all. You're just reading their stats. I have to be fair I haven't followed them anywhere near as much as I was able to before I started my job at Football London all my time is now Arsenal 100% like 99% of it is all Arsenal I still keep in check with Salzburg and I still try and look at them and that's why I know about Benjamin Sesko but other than that no I haven't been able to watch them as much as I used to when Zoboslai and uh, Holland and Jonathan uh, Soriano and all those guys and Alan and uh, Kevin Campbell, Sadio Mane, when he was there, like never been able to watch it anywhere near as much as I used to. So you're right. I don't have anywhere near as much as as the inkling about them, but I follow them as much as possible still. <laughs> Just to check on on the players going anywhere but Arsenal these days, basically. Uh, Rich says, Tom, would you take a chance on Van der Beek? I would. Yes, I don't think he would join us, but I would take a chance on him. Uh anyway, we're going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. As always, I'll be back, as I say, midday-ish probably, uh, probably around that time. I want to do a show. I want to do a phone-in show talking about Arteta's contracts. I want to hear your thoughts. If you're really opinionated on this, if you're really passionate about this topic, send me a DM on Twitter, at TV. Send me a message on Instagram, Talk. You can find all of my DMs are open on there midday-ish UK time. If you want to get your thoughts heard about Arteta's contract situation, if you think he deserves it, tell me why. If you think he shouldn't be given a new contract, I want to know your reasons why. We want to get you on the show. We want to get in your thoughts and feelings heard on this. And if you're passionate about it, if you disagree with my point of view, come and tell me. Um, so the DMs are open. Go send us a message and uh, we'll try our best to get you on the show. 18 plus, and you'll need a camera and a microphone and good internet connection, but they're the only uh, things that you need for that. So, uh, come on the show. And, uh, if you know someone as well, that's very passionate about this, tell them about it and get them to message me too. I will see you a little bit later on today. And hopefully we'll have a preview show as well with our members this afternoon and towards the evening as well. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys as it always is drop a like on the video, show your support and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already and help us to get to 30,000 subscribers. I'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal.